If you're looking for new music to add to your playlist, look no further. Chicago's own Madflow Jr. is our ill spotlight artist of the month with his new single, Number One. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no stopping on the road of these riches, that's number one. Blowing kisses to these bitches, not serious, just having fun. Ask her what she wanted, pick up my children, they finna come. She say, boy, you ignorant, Chicago living, this where I'm from. If you like what you heard, make sure to add Madflow Jr.'s latest single, Number One, to your preferred playlist. All right, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Jay. I have two special guests in the building. I'm allowed them to introduce themselves. What's up, it's your girl, Shorty Nick, the sauciest world in Chicago. Most definitely the sauciest. It's your boy. You know, they call me Suave. Y'all already know how I spell it. I forgot. <laughs> he always forget how to spell it. <laughs> That's it crazy. S-U-A-V-E. <laughs> you, spe- you, you created the spelling form? No. It's really S-U-A-V-8. S-U-A-V-8. Oh, yeah, on Instagram, it's with the 8. You know how some people use the E for the 8? I didn't know how to log into my Instagram. Thank you. I'm going to have to watch this later (laughs) so I can remember because I forgot my path. I created a whole new one. Damn. But that's cool. Man, y'all cousins for the people that don't know. Yes. You feel me? We're first cousins. So, where uh, are y'all from Chicago? Yes. Born and raised. raised. What what area of Chicago y'all from? South side. South South and east. Oh, yeah. I was born um, Southside, which is where his father, his father and my mom, our brother and sister, and we grew up on 102nd and Green. I seen something on um, Instagram yesterday that said, technically, y'all not cousins, y'all brothers and sisters. That is Facts. true. <laughs> that no, is true. That's really black. true. We most definitely more so of, of, of like, we got the sister brotherly thing going yeah. on. I think she, she's like the closest cousin to me, man. Like, we were raised together. Like, our mm. grandmothers, like, we were the oldest. Well, no, you I'm and Gary was the oldest. I'm the oldest out of all the grandkids. It but looked, me and him clicked yeah. the most. It looked like when y'all pull up together, it is a party. <laughs> <laughs> what they say, facts. All right, what was, it, facts. what was it like growing up on the South Side from y'all perspective? Ooh, it was fun. We grew up behind, um, okay, so Gatley's was on Halstead. Okay. So um, our house was right there, and then we were right behind KFC. So Harold's was right there. We was in Hunnett. So growing up, we had a big family. We had a big house. My grandma, everybody came to our house. Grandma house. Grandma house. It was a family house because she had the most kids. So we all, my grandma's birthday is on Christmas as well. So we always had the parties, the get-togethers, and everything we all came together so growing up was like fun and then on top of that his dad has his doctors so we always been going out of town been going on trips been going out the country so it's it's been good growing up but life been lifing as you get older life be lifing you know it was crazy because when we was kids we couldn't wait till we got grown, grown. Boy. i know man look it's we used to check the, look, the mm-hmm. mailboxes my pops used to be like man stop checking the mailbox one day you're gonna, gonna be, be checking a it. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> one day you're gonna be checking it. you ain't gonna want to close i mean open it again i'm yeah. like shit well uh what high school y'all attend she I'm gonna tell you because I went to like five different high schools. I'm gonna tell you about my. I'm gonna let you go first. Okay, uh, so me, I started off. Um, we moved. My mom moved to uh, the suburbs. Shout out to Bellwood. You know, grew up in Bellwood as well. So I started off in private school. I went to Walter Lutheran for the first two years. 
did a little bit of fighting, so, so I had to get up out of there. Kicked out of private. I school. really didn't get kicked out. My mom signed some paperwork and shit, you know. So Y'all came to agreement. Yeah, yeah, right. She withdrawn. With no, parental guidance. Not really. You know, just <laughs> be good, follow out the rest of the year. And then I um ended at Proviso OS. I ended up gra- graduating el- early. So shout out to the Panthers. So the Broncos and the Panthers. I only went to two high schools. Well, hold on. You was a cheerleader for who? Was that, that was for the Spartans. That was for the Spartans. Bill. Okay. All right. Before we get into yours, I got some questions for her. Because you you seen both sides of the sword, you know what I'm saying. I you am. you seen the public, I mean the private um school, and you seen the public school. Mm-hmm. So which one was the best in your eyes? Okay, so this is what I'm gonna say, and it may sound really crazy because I'm gonna speak for a parent side of it too as well. Because I went to private school, I went to public school all the way up until I think fifth grade. Then my mom put us in private school. So from 5th to 10th grade, I was in private school, which was good because it looks good, less per se, on your resume for college and stuff like that. Yeah. When I went to public school, it's a little bit more of an advantage, lower freedom. You get more, um, you get a little bit more because I'm noticing that because my son, um, I have a 17-year-old son, and he went to my teeny. So... He went to Montini, and it's more so like the money side of it. If you got money, it's going to work for you. If you don't and you don't like on financial aid, like my right. mom was on financial aid, it's like, uh, they really don't care unless you're like a star athlete. Like yeah. my son is 6'4". I was about to say, he is an athlete. Yeah, my son is like 6'4". So when he uniform. transformed to East, yeah. When he transformed yeah. to East, it was a little bit better this year because he's a junior. So it's like working out in his favor so much more. So... I don't know. I just the academic wise is good, but when I went to West, I got out of school. I graduated early. Yeah. So. You know what? Now that you said, I feel like you probably can express yourself more in a public school yeah, than you, you can, can in, in a, a private a, school. A private school mm-hmm. Because at a private school, you're you're built. You know, you're told to look a certain way, and you're more structured. You know, exactly. Yeah, you got to follow this. You got to follow school. that. They got guidelines and everything. Uh, so. And it was like that, like the football coach, he was like, okay, yeah, we'll give you a scholarship, we'll do this, we'll do that, but it has to be this, it has to be that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want him on your team because of the height, he looks good for your stats. Right. But you don't want to play him when he needs to be played. You will favor him over, you know, someone that really sucks, not yeah. to say mm-hmm. that. So I just think, like, with the public school, far as sports and even sometimes academic-wise, they get more acknowledgement with it. Right. It all just depends on where the, the district is. Not all school districts are good, but when you go through it and you get involved as a parent, you will see what your child can benefit from. Yeah, the difference. Yeah. All right, well, well you say five of them joints. Oh, yeah, me, man. Look, I I'm, I, I didn't get so lost in what she was talking about because I, <laughs> I was debating in my head like, man, wow, I don't have any kids yet, but when I do, I don't know if I want to go to the public or private now, man, because I'm like... <laughs> Private you know, uh, calls. I'm gonna make it real short, man. You know, like she said, we grew up on the on the south side. Uh, I was uh, my my mother was from the east side. Grew up in Germano Millgate off 87th and Barely. You know, around that area, man. Uh, ended up moving. You know, south southwest kind of. I guess I don't know if over there by Grandma Crib. Mm-hmm. You know, 102nd and Green. That's where we all reigned from. Truthfully, that that was our home. Yeah. Outside of home, that was a real home, man. And um. Went down to Memphis, you know, second grade year all the way up until I was back and forth up until high school. Graduated high school in Memphis. 
went to college in Tennessee, you know, so. Yeah, that's why I say I'm a hybrid, man. Man, you from Memphis, man. I'm, I'm a hybrid, man. <laughs> Look, I'm a hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what, what are some lessons that y'all, you know, picked up from when y'all was younger that y'all still carry with y'all to this day? Lessons? I'll say respect because my grandma was big on respect, and I'm big on respect. If you respect me, I'm going to respect you. If you do not respect me, then it's going to be a problem. And also, be true to yourself and be real with who you are. Don't be phony. You can't be phony because it's always going to show. Don't be trying to act like you this when you really not. Like, is what you see is what you going to get. Can I curse? Yeah, talk your shit. It's what you see <laughs> is what the fuck you're going to get. Yeah. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. That's true. If, when when y'all was younger, like, because we all had dreams when we was younger. We was going to be this and be this. What mm-hmm. was some dreams that y'all had or what was something that y'all wanted to be growing up? I wanted to be a pediatrician. And the funniest thing is I have, when I graduated out of West early, I went to Triton. I got my CNA, have my MA, and I also only had maybe like a year and a half left for my PA, which is a physician assistant. So one thing a lot of people don't know about me is I'm actually a fucking nerd. But, um, yeah, my mom was in the hospital yesterday, and she was like, man, you need to go back to medical school. You need to, you need to, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of old now. But Never growing up, I wanted to be a doctor, which stems off of my uncle, which is his father, which was like my favorite uncle because he worked at medicine. He went to Xavier uh, College. Yeah, so, shout out to my pops, yeah. man. So it was just like, yeah, I want to be a doctor, but life be life, and it didn't man, work like that. life be fucking <laughs> life, man. Mm-hmm. I- I was a hybrid. I wanted to be a game banger. <laughs> He's not lying. Hey, what happened? What happened? I used to be walking around. Look, you remember crisscross making jump? Yeah. Jump. With the backwards pants. Man, I used to go to school with the water gun in my pants and everything. Like, That's what's up, crazy. bro? crazy. Big, big shirts. But, yeah, all yeah. that, man. But then I realized, that, yeah, maybe I'm not. He was a rebellious kid. I, I really was. We probably both was. You have, I followed in your footsteps. She. Yeah, it's I, funny you I, just said the big T's because me and my man's we was talking about tall T's the other day, bro. Yeah, we was out here in two X tall walking tees. around looking like ghosts. I banged in my white count, banged in my white. Funny as hell. <laughs> you remember the Jabot jeans? Yeah, Ooh, I love Jabot. Yeah, I used to work for the Lark and I used to sell the Jabots. I used to have every color with the Jabots at North Riverside. Man, man, in high man, school, Jabots was the shit. Man. In high school, I was so little. My waist probably was like an eighteen. Bro. <laughs> I had a pair, no lie, I had a pair of 38 Jabos. You need your ass beat? <laughs> <laughs> went, went to school proud in my Jabos. That was the wow. only color they had, but they was exclusive. I, I couldn't walk bro. away without getting them motherfuckers. I swear, t shirts used to be so big, you have out a plane, motherfucker get the float. That's funny. Like, too, like though, for real, man. man. I was looking at that old picture of myself. I was like, nah, I can't believe it. And don't let when Cameron came out. Oh, Remember when Cameron came out yeah, with the pink? pink? I oh never wore God. pink in high school. Man. What? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't fall apart of that. Ooh, Matter of fact, with the era. Now when I went down pink. with my pops, because he he lived amongst the, you know the kind of like the wealthy people. Mm-hmm. I used to wear like pink polo shirts. 
And then look, he was like, you packing oh, up? I bring a duffel bag. He was like, you ain't taking none of your clothes up, up to Chicago? I said, no. Because I knew when I got to Chicago, I was going to be, I had to thug it out. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up in the hood. But then here. I go back to Memphis. Look, I got a little golf club. Hey, Pop. He got the little green little logo <laughs> on his shirt. Was that the lacrosse? I'm like, where are we going? Uh, hey, Pops, are, are we going golfing today? Hey. Come on, what? what up? Phone, hey, phone there. <laughs> hey, phone there on the block. You hey, know let what me like? ask you this. Do you feel like. Like, it gave you an advantage in life, being able to see both of them. Because a lot of people don't grow up in, you know, the rich and the mm-hmm. hood. You know what I'm saying? Man, honestly, bro. I would say, yeah. I, I'm going to say it depends on your circumstances. Because, I, I mean, then, and, and shout out to all the, like, mental awareness places. Like, man, like, your, your mental has a lot to do with it, man. Like, you know, I had some times where I was just like, hey, man. You know what? I'm a gamer, even though I wasn't by heart at all, you know. Because she she stepped in for me, man. Like like I said, she was like big sister. She came through and she straightened me out, man. Straightened me up. So and I still battle the fence today, but now it's more so a good and evil, like spiritual and worldly type. It's it's a whole other story. I think a lot of people deal with that. Yeah. All right. Now he say you came through and straightened them out, you know. (laughs) How important was it for you to be, you know, like that that strong person that he can come to or that can, you know, he can accept guidance from? Um, I think it was, like, very important because they all looked up to me. Um, all my little cousins because I was the first one out of all my grandma's kids. So I just think it was good. If, at a point in time, I'm not going to lie because it was just, like, doing them turn-up stages. Like, okay, for the turn-up, 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 turn-up. And I brought them a part of me. Like, we were always close. But um, just to see if anything happens to him, I just always want to keep him on the right path. Let him mm-hmm. know, like, you know, what what you doing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to get real straight to the point. Like, man, what the fuck? Get your shit. Like, yeah. you know, you got to come correct with some people, especially the people that you love. So I just feel like with him, he like my little brother. So I want to make sure that you good and that you going down the right path. Like, with him going to... College. He's been to college and everything. Then, then live the good life. A lot of people haven't, like you said, both sides of the fence. Like we both did that. That's because of our parents, because of our grandparents, what they instilled into us. The ghetto, and then we didn't live the the side where we lived the money side. So yeah. it's just like you got to get it together. Everybody gonna fall short in life, but at some point, I just need you to know, follow a little bit more straight than Kirby. Mm-hmm. You seem, and then too, I'm gonna beat your ass. You seem like the like the cousin mama, cause my growing up, my friends used to call me. They used to call me Mama J. You feel me? Cause I <laughs> I be the one that'd tell them like, bro, you tweaking, bro. Like, what mm-hmm. is you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, how important was it for you to be? You know, no matter of fact, you know, our mothers used to tell us growing up like, that's not your friend. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how important was it for you to be that person for them? But like, man. I see something in that person that's not for you. Even you even, even even now, like the girl I'm dating now, she she approves of. And, and but before that, Kiana, I mean, I, damn, I'm sorry, no I didn't mean it. Yeah, beep, my bad. Like, beep. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, the girls I'm dating now, I mean, the girl I said the girls I'm dating, the girl I'm dating now, she approves the other ones. Man, she was like, cuz like. I need you to move around. And at first, I used to get mad. As a shorty, I'm like, man, you cocked like a cuss. Dang. No, because they Why would call me that? to fight girls. <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, she used to pull up, too. And it's just like, okay, so and I'm seeing these little, you know, like, what the hell? Yeah. Right. They're not the one, because I'm not the one. I'm not finna play with you. Like, of course, I'm older now. But it's just like, yeah, back in the day, no, I'm not. I'm ain't no talking. I'm not finna talk to you, because well, what are we talking for? You done enough talking behind my back. Right. So now you in front of my face. What's up? Yeah, you the cousin that pull up. <laughs> What's up? Shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and don't everybody be like, don't let the light skin fool you. That shit don't mean nothing. All right, it look like you got a, a keen eye. You can tell the real from the fake. Yes. Yeah, I see it. They little slanted. I see it. Go ahead, give give y'all give, give advice on how to spot the real from the fake. The real from the fake. Now I got bamboozled before too, so it, it it's kind of hard. You gotta watch it. Now, are you talking about friends or are you talking about in relationships? Friends, relationships, all of it. I'll say the ones that have something to gain. That's that's how you know that's the fake. Now, if you ain't doing shit and all of a sudden you want to tag along on somebody that's doing some shit, uh, nine times out of ten, that's some fake shit. Now, the real ones is the ones that you've been down with since you've been young. Like, my best friend. Shout out to my best friend, Shana. We've been best friends since we were eight years old. And we done went through every every form in life. And also my best friend Marlene, too. We done went through every stage and form in life. Never crossed me. Never, you know, none of that weird-ass shit. So it's just levels to it, and you can see it. And then you can also see those that, that hate on you. They secretly hate on you. Yeah. So if you... Subliminally saying some stuff. Them little funny jokes. Yeah. You really talking to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I can talk directly to you and tell you, nah, I really don't fuck with that. I'm sorry, I don't like that. This is just not for me. No. Okay, whatever. You don't, you, you going to feel my energy and you going to know, eh, I'm not really fucking with you. I'm a Libra. I'm really a sweetheart until you get on that side of me and I'd be like, I don't you know. The what? Libra, is that the one with the scales? See, I don't know too much about. Yeah, I think that's that is. the balance. Oh, okay, so the scales, I do, yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Balance. Libra, yeah, and weigh it out. Sometimes I can be. I'm that's a what? September Libra. My mom and my brother are October Libras. They be. Oh, yeah. Vanna Libra. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I don't. I ain't too big on it either. See bro. me, I don't. I don't know the zodiac sign. All yeah. I know is I'm a fish, you know. <laughs> and then my symbol, one of my symbols was 69, yeah, which my girl will tell you, 69 is beautiful for us. Shout out to the 69. For real. So that's what it looked like, my sign, and that's all I know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know that though. That's why you weigh. No wonder you've been so well balanced, I guess, because you're in between both of them, huh? I, I learned something about my cousin the other day that I ain't learned. Look. Hey, y'all at a family reunion, I can see this shit right now, man. Oh. <laughs> my first can't wait till y'all pull up. My oh, 35th birthday party. We the ones that turn party. it up, man. Yeah. What? Do oh, we? I had a oh. big ass 35th birthday party. That was. <laughs> and, um. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Yeah, he was the host there. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We had, like, I had everybody turned yeah. up in there, too. Yeah. My mom had, had some of her church turned. people there. It was really big. I had this big old banquet hall and everything. So, it was a really big thing. My mom Yeah, was it was. Red it. carpet out there. Yeah. Hey, I turned it up, though, because, like, you look. <laughs> now, half the night, I don't remember, because by that time, I was, like, sober. But once I tipped past I had that an scale, open bar, so, yeah, it was, I like. I forgot, man. I'm, like. Hey, bartender, bring me another one. Yeah. Bartender brought you another one? <laughs> Shit. Because, look, she told she told the bartender whatever he need, make sure he get it. Whatever he asked, which was the wrong decision to say. The wrong choice whatever of words. Whatever he need. So you, in that case, Shit. you was the bad influence that night. 
Probably like on the same page. Oh yeah. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit. If you're looking for new music to add to your playlist, look no further. Chicago's own Mad Flow Jr. is our ill spotlight artist of the month with his new single, Number One. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no stopping on the road of these riches. That's number one. Blowing kisses to these bitches. Not serious, just having fun. You know what she wanted. Pick up my children. They finna come. She say, boy, you ignorant. Chicago living. This where I'm from. If you like what you heard, make sure to add Mad Flow Jr.'s latest single, Number One. To your preferred playlist. At what point did you, you know, find interest in podcasts and radio? Um, me, I would say it started in really what was that, twenty eighteen, maybe. I sprained my ankle, or whatever. So I was like kind of off at work, and I started listening to Nicki Minaj. Uh, that's when she came out with her uh, podcast. Yes, oh my God, I fell in love with it. And then the Breakfast Club. So my office was like downstairs in like kind of the main office. So I listened to all and watched all of the interviews. And I was like, man, Joe, I could do this. I talk, me and my friends, we talk shit. I got my cousin, we talk shit. Like this is something, I got shit that people want to hear. Like I'm very personable. So I told my friend, I'm like, man, let's do this. Let's let's talk. Because it was around the time with the Nikki and the Cardi, right. Cardi shit. I'm like, man, I'm finna do it. Long story short, um, shout out to my boy, Super Facts. He put me on his podcast at first. I'm like, man, how I tell you about I wanted to do it and you took my idea? He was like, no, I've been wanting to do it. So he was like, you should do it. I did his. Laying across my bed. My first episode, I did across my bed transition to in my basement. Exactly. In my we house. did those in the basement, too. And it went crazy. So I was like, you know what? I'm finna go take it bigger. I went to uh, Illinois Media School. Okay. So I graduated from Illinois Media School in 2019. I went in 2019. Shout out to them because they were really a big help. And from there, it's just like it became a good interest to me. It's like something I want to do. I can see myself doing this outside of. Oh, that was your passion. Yeah, honestly. it really was. So. so you found your passion a little over five years ago? Yes. That's crazy. And then you went to school for it. Yes. Do you feel like like Illinois Media School really helped you, you know, find what you needed to find? Um, what I would say about that, and I'm be truthful for it. Um, I found my passion within myself. Illinois Media School kind of enhanced it, enhanced my yeah. tools okay, to yeah. make me better, to outlive my passion. To encourage me to keep going and this and show me the tools that I need to do it. Because from going to Illinois uh, Media School, we were on Windy City Underground. Me and one of my um, friends that she also went to school with. We had the radio show, Saucy Girls Radio, every Shout Saturday. Shout out to her, too, because I, yeah. I don't see her that much. Shout, out, shout out to Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. yeah. From 4 to 5 p.m. So it just it gave me that extra boost that I needed. So what made you say... I'm gonna bring my cousin along for the ride. Um, Let me answer this question. Okay. Cause she always wanted wanted to keep things in the family. She always wanted to like elevate the family. Like that's us. She was like, hey, if I'm gonna do this, if I see it's good for me, I want you to be a part of this. Like if you can do it, like I want you to come up. Like she always tried to pave the way for somebody else to do better. You know what I mean? So that's how I felt. That's why I felt she brought me on and. 
We had a we had a good ride while we was doing it. Yeah, we went we went hitting the pavement. We yeah. went to the beach asking questions Bro, oh, and everything. Man, that was and then hot back and uh-huh. did a podcast that night. We would we went live, did all that. So it was just like everybody said me and him got a connection. You even said that. Thanks. So it's just like, yeah. I wonder if we could have got locked up for that because we was downtown. And then we were pouring people look, drinks. Look, pouring people. Look, we had like seven bottles of Douce in a boot bay. Look, and we didn't have nothing but a little camera phone. Wait, we did we have a camera? No, with we us? went live on my phone. We had the little look, stick. Man, look, coming through. Hey, we was asking people questions, man. We had, I promise you, we got at least fifteen people drunk. But the question, more but drunk you, the, the question was, the, <laughs> what makes pussy good pussy? Oh yeah, no, we ain't got to talk about the question. Oh yeah, oh, that that's was an a question. Interesting question. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody, everybody didn't answer. We poured them a shot. Everybody answered, man. We pouring shots, man. I'm talking about we walking all up and down Michigan. Ave, we went downtown, man. We was on Thirty Fifth Street Beach, yeah. everywhere, bro. Now, y'all like, clearly were having fun with it. Do that? Oh, do y'all sure. think that made it a lot easier for y'all both to fall in love with it? Because like, yeah. man, we having fun, shit, yeah. and people fucking with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I do. what would y'all say was like y'all y'all favorite moment? You know what I'm saying of doing this? I'll say when we interviewed Barry Brewer from uh, Tyler Perry's Bruh. Just the oh, fact yeah, for him to receive us and receive me so well. Like, I hit him up to come on to my sneaker bar. He's like, oh, man, I got a show that day. But every time I hit him up, he, you know, he's very receptive of it. And then I, we just had a really good time. Just to, he'd been with Kevin Hart, Tyler Perry, all type of stuff. So it was just like to share that with my cousin and for him to come into, like, the space at the time I had my own studio was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Was yeah. that also one of those moments where you was like, yeah, this shit for real? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about her. Her dedication is so, so crazy, man. No matter what. Like, she at work five days a week. Look, hey, get out of work, go home, take care of business at home, and look, come back to the studio and be like, hey, I got an interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's no time off. Her dedication is so wild to me, man. I'm like, if I can put my dedication to just one thing like that, I know it. Look, even if it's basketball, I probably could pay, play for the NBA right now. If I had that much drive and dedication, man. And that's why I admire her so much. Because she really puts in a lot of work, man. Late nights, I hit up. Cuz, what you on? I'm creating these flyers right now. <laughs> look, the next morning, hit up. Cuz, what you doing? Oh, I'm uh, I'm researching this, man. I got to go uh, take a trip, man. You know, my guy, Jovi the guy, to hit me up, man. He want me down in Memphis to do this. All right. Two days later, cuz what you doing? Oh, I'm getting these uh getting this ready for my I'm like, damn. She really don't like don't, don't, don't stop, stop, man. I have kids. So. And that's a lot of dedic that takes a lot of dedication, man. It does now. You just said you got a job, you do the podcast, you researching, you got kids. Like, I understand you had a dedication, but how do you stay focused on, you know what I'm saying, all these different things when you got all these different things going on? Yeah, that's God. That's God. It's God, too. And it's also because one thing that my mom instilled into me is, like, I want to leave a legacy, not a debt. Mm. So it's I want to have something so where my kids can prosper from. Like, my daughter, she helps me. And, like, my son, he, he kind of getting into it, but he's older. But, you know, my daughter, she follows me, like, a little mini-me. She's 13, so it's just like... 
I want them to have their own passion. I also want them to be their own boss because with anything, even if they go to college or whatever, whatever you find, be your own boss because it took me longer to figure out what I really wanted to do, what my passion was. I got student loans. I got all this, all that. It be like that. And then it's like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. But at the same time, I got a lifestyle that that I need to maintain. Exactly. So I'm gonna need to make the money. If it was ideal for me to sit around and just do just this all the time, podcast all the time, yes, that's what I would want. I believe that too. That's what I would want. Absolutely. Well, if I can get to that level, yeah, but I live in a realistic world. (laughs) So it's like until I'm going to do both, I'm going to balance everything out so that it works for me. This works for my personal. This works for my dreams. And when it all comes together, it's all going to work. All right, now we in the city of Chicago where they say people don't fuck with each other. Crabs in the bucket mentality. You know, mm-hmm. me, I see it a lot different. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the crabs in the bucket mentality because mm-hmm. I've never experienced that. You know, and I, I don't know if y'all ever heard of this. I used to, um, me and my homie at the time, we had a website. It was called OnlyForTheReal.com. dot com. Like right. this shit was a minute ago, and we used to interview like Chief Keith, Lil Dirt, mm-hmm. G Herbo, all these people, and. I never wanted to do that shit. Like, I never wanted to do it. But it, he got to a point where he was ready to quit. And I'm like, bro, you done created this big-ass movement. It's impossible for you to quit. So I right. started helping him with that shit. And from there, I, I realized how Chicago really fuck with each other. Because even though, you know, the shorties was out here wilding, mm-hmm. it was people reaching out for me, connecting me with T.I. people, like Tink people, Dirk mm-hmm. people. And I didn't know these people from a can of paint. You know, now were these people from Chicago? Yeah, they were from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is what's, what's y'all viewpoint on the crabs in the bucket mentality? Have y'all experienced it? Mm. Taking it outside of artistry and stuff like this, I can say I I, I most definitely experienced it in uh, uh, the the workforce. Um, but crabs in the bucket, like now, like I feel like. Everybody is out to prove somebody wrong. Like it, it's not out to help anybody. Can I tell a short story real quick, Kyle? Well, you want? I'm gonna let you give your answer first. I, no, I go ahead. Because I'm gonna give my answer, but I'm gonna give a, a, a. Yeah, I ain't gonna go into it. Go ahead. I don't feel like our people look out for each other as much, and I'm gonna tell you why. Like I have a cousin um, who recently uh, moved down to uh, Texas. Um, he was incarcerated or whatnot, and, and he has a long story to, to tell, man. But he moved down there, and he met this Cuban and Hispanic family. Now, these people, man, came from nothing. I'm talking about when I tell you nothing. Like, they all lived in the same two-bedroom house, like 12 of them, right? That was seven years ago. Now, they own, like, eight acres of land, four houses, and they still live together. I mean, when I say, like, they have this person, like her, her mother lives with. He talking about the father. I know, but no, no, no. The crab. I know, but the crabs in the bucket. Yeah, I'm talking about how how they built. They stuck together. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. When you're talking about the bucket, it's just like the the monkeys in the barrel. You know, like hey. You know, you got five monkeys standing on each other's shoulder. The other one don't want to help the other one out, but he know that he's the key piece to climbing out. But yet and still, he's going to sit there in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't want to stick with the rest. Yeah. You know, 
So man, it's it's I, oh man. I don't I don't know why we don't stick together like that as a people. But I know my family doesn't stuck with me like that. Yeah. Cuz cuz well we had talent. Uh, can I say this? I was recently Can I can I talk about that? I forgot. We we fuck it. I guess I'm going to say it now. She like, "No, don't say it." I don't know. Pivot. Right. Pivot. <laughs> it's with the real. You can answer your question. Go ahead. Okay. If you don't want him to, you know. I mean, if it's going to tell his story, you can tell his story. Um, but what I'll say after that, before that, is that I feel like some of Chicago stick together until they need you. When they don't need you, nah. Or it's if you hot. I'm going to ride on your coattail versus, like he said, let's all sit together because the biggest uh, three markets is what? Chicago, New, New York, York, and LA. LA, LA right? Yeah. And Atlanta, then too. Atlanta is the black is a black Hollywood. I'll say that because definitely. Shout out to Clark. Went there for a semester. Shout out to Clark because I really wanted to uh, move to Atlanta and live in Atlanta, and that's in the works, hopefully. Fingers crossed. But... Um. Wait. Yeah, that's when your dad no, went gonna talk about with it. me. But no, you say you want to you want to move or you wanted to move. I want to move. You. And we'll I talk wanted about that to later. move too. But what I will say is that some people in Chicago is what you can give, what can I gain, you know? Versus let's all come together, like you said, like you said, you dealt with Chief Keef, G Herbo, Little Dark. Those are all big known name rappers that came out of Chicago, did things in Chicago, even what Chance the Rapper as well, did things in Chicago, but at different times they were divided, right? Yeah. Oh, block, this, 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 this. Versus them coming all together and showing a big platform in Chicago. What we can do in Chicago, if we all come together, that's like media, that's artists, that's everything in Chicago. If we can all come together and bring it together and work together instead of hating this, this, that. That's just my take on that. I'm just, I'm neutral. I'm going to be neutral in how I feel with it. I ain't going to kiss your ass over here. I ain't going to follow you because you're doing this. No, I'm going to stay true to who I am and how I came into it. That's just me. With you being in media, I know people promise you things all the time. You feel me? Mm -hmm. How do you not turn into a bitter person when they don't keep up their end of the bargain? Hmm. Damn, that's a really great Because question. I live in a realistic world, and I know that most of that stuff is just talk. A lot of people just talk. You got to show me actions. You can talk all day long, all day long. That's just like a, a dude trying to get a girl, trying to get some ass. And he, he you're going to try to talk me on my panties, right? You're not going to live up to it. I'm going to show, I'm going to see that you're full of shit. So, and so you can show me actions and follow through with your actions. You can't really disappoint me with it. Cause already, I already know it's bullshit. Wow, that was a deep question. I've never thought about that. It's it's crazy because it's like you the oracle. You feel me? <laughs> like you <laughs> you see all, you hear all. You know. Nah, you also throw events. You feel me? You you've been speaking on this speaker ball. I mean sneaker ball a couple mm -hmm. times. You hitting at it. You know mm -hmm. what what made you want to throw a sneaker ball? 
Okay, so last year... Um, it was a major event. It was a major event. Shout out to my girl, like, V-Love. V-Love, we, we love you, girl. Yes, yeah, shout out to her, V-Love, the goddess. Me and her, we did it at Mars Bar. Um, we came together, and we had the first one, which is my cousin, he hosted. And it was just dope. And I'm really not like a sneaker girl, so last year really kind of like turned me out. Like, oh, shit, I got to get all these Jordans, I got to get these ones, and do this and do that. And then with the performances, too, I want to see, like, local artists have a chance to display their platform. And that comes with interviews. That comes with um, performances and everything. Because sometimes I feel like if you're an up-and-coming artist and you want to get out there, you want to get known, why I got to charge you $150, $250 to perform or whatever? Either you pay $50 to perform and bring somebody... You know, bring like four people to come through just to support or whatever, just so you they can see you perform. And I just feel like a lot of Chicago don't give that the opportunity. They try to gain off of it. Try to what profit. was the guy that you that we had um, when you had interviewed him? Uh, him and his pops came to uh, Real Ty. Oh yeah, Real Ty, man. He came through that. I'm not gonna lie, man. Real Ty. Yeah, and he, he came with a he lot up, of people. Man. And, yeah. and, and I, I mess with his music too, cause it, it it speaks to the streets, but it also speaks to like common sense, like mm-hmm. reality things is going on. It's he he's real dope, man. Yeah, he's very real tie. Yeah, I mess with him, man. Yeah. Everybody go look him up, real tie. And yeah. it sounds just like it's spelled. Don't ask me how to spell it right now, cause I got too much uh, Julio Don in me. So, but this year I we are having another one. Um, Four twenty nine at um, Visual Works Media in Maryville, Illinois. I mean, Indiana. 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 I'm about Indiana. to say Maryville, Illinois. Illinois. It, it's a border. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, um, definitely. Joey the God, my bro, he's gonna be there. Shout out to my best friend. She does production from Concrete Studios, definitely. And it's the venue is definitely dope. So it's gonna have like a different, um, you know, when you come in there and the artists wanna take pictures like and all a that. Theme. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of different themes when they first come in. They have an opportunity to take that. Um, and then there's gonna be performances as well. We got vendors as well, sneakers, twerk contests, all that. So yeah. What inspired you to throw the first one? Um, I always wanted to go to one. I had never been to one. You know, like you said, I'm just like five years and I'm like a baby. In the media and stuff, so I always seen sneaker balls, sneaker balls. I'm like, man, I want to go. I ain't had no no shoes. Let me do it. When I hit up V Love, I'm like, you know, we should throw a sneaker ball. She was down for it, and me and her came together, and it it worked out so smoothly. And then we also threw another event, uh, which was a neon lights, which was the following month. I think we did that in April, and that was dope. Shout out to my mom. She always collects my money. It takes a lot to throw an event. Let alone a successful event, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, how does it feel when you on that stage? You feel me? You notice your event, and you got all these people that came out. Um. Okay, so the first one, I would say, I was <laughs> <laughs> the first one. I was I was having fun, and I was turned. I was Liddy. I was turned, and just to see everybody. It was a it was a very exciting. Shout out to DJ Elmo though. Yeah, he did DJ his Elmo thing. definitely did his thing. DJ it was, Elmo, it was exciting. Yeah, it was it was exciting. I was lit. The second one, I was lit, but I wasn't lit, and it was fun too. We had a lot of people there, and it was just just exciting just to see. Okay, you ask people to come, call them up, and they come. 
just to support you. That's dope and that's genuine. Because a lot of people, if you're not like up here and big and all this and they don't have anything to gain, a lot of people won't mess with you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, man, yeah. I got a lot of people that mess with me outside of Chicago. Inside of Chicago too, yeah, but outside of Chicago, oh yeah. Oh, yeah you got you got to reach out there for sure. All right, now sneaker ball April 29th. Yes. Could you see yourself taking a sneaker ball outside of Chicago? Hell yes. What's your what, what's your dream destination right now? You can't say Atlanta. No, nope. can't do that. Damn. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was sure about to say that. Outside of Atlanta. Outside of Atlanta. You know what? This is going to kind of sound kind of funny. Can I say two? Go ahead. Okay. Of course, everybody will say L.A., but I'm not even going to say L.A. I want to say Denver. Why Denver? Denver? Why Denver? You know why. Because. 420. Yes. Yes. They they definitely get turned up in Denver. And then I'll also say. um, I was going to say Portland. Oregon? Y'all nah. slipping up. Did, have y'all seen Zeus? And watch uh, oh, the bad girls over there? Yes. See how turt they get? They did. <laughs> what? Yes. In Portland? Oregon. Yes, you no. didn't see that? No, I did. Okay, they oh, don't. My girl watched that, man. Oh, yeah, they do turn up in, yeah. in Portland. Okay, Shit. okay, shout out to Portland. That may be one, because you want to do something where everybody else ain't doing it there, so yeah. that makes more sense. Okay, yeah, so I would say Denver and yeah, Portland. They do turn up in Portland. All right, now. Once again, to get back to you got so much going on, you feel me? Like, is is the podcast radio, is this a hobby or is this like something that's for real that you, you know what I'm saying, generate or want to generate money from? For real. Well, for real. She don't even do it for the money. <laughs> right now, Honestly. I don't do it for the money. Um, but it is my passion. It is a dream. So it is for real because, it, like I said, I want to leave something to my kids where it is. Uh, empire, you know, I want to build an empire for my kids. So definitely that is real. I'm going to work until I get to the real. I'm not going to live in a fantasy. I'm not going to penny and pinch and, and, and undercut and cheat people. I want it to be real. So with, with the real, it comes time, with it comes structure, and it comes with foundation. So, yeah, definitely real. All right, I got two questions. They both pertain the same question in one question. Okay. okay. Your name is Shorty Neek. Mm-hmm. You have the saucy experience. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with names for both of them? Okay. So when I first got on Instagram, because I was I really wasn't into social media like that. I got on Facebook because I was pregnant with my daughter. Instagram I got on maybe like in 2013, and that was just off some medium board type shit. And everyone says I'm short unless I put on shoes. I'm like, okay. Which is why she wears shoes with love. <laughs> with boots on top. You look short when you walk in here. So, like, if I take these off. You five for one. Yeah. <laughs> not, not five, not one, but, you know, give me four. But, yeah, yeah, about like four so, eleven. <laughs> but, um, so, shorty. And then a lot of people used to, you know, call me shorty. Especially when I was in Atlanta. You know, they'd be like, what up, shorty? You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. that. Hey. So, and then my name, my nickname is Nikki. So I just kind of combined it and shorted it. Um, as far as the saucy, when I was in school at Illinois Media School, I was like, man, what's something that's going to catch? What's something that's going to catch? And that followed from my um, podcast, uh, Shorty Nick Hot Room Convo. We always had some very good topics like the art of fellatio, um, 
a lot of shit, the topics that we used to come up with. So I'm like, shit. Yeah, that podcast girls. get wild, bro. Saucy towards the experience. end. <laughs> towards the end. So yeah, yeah, like for you real, get the saucy man. experience. Yeah. Yeah, Axe Taco. Shout out to him. I made him um, taste some honey on there. If you don't see that, he had to taste the, the world honey. honey. That <laughs> he had to taste the honey pack. That's crazy. Yeah, he picked it. To not set me. somebody up like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> so that'd be real. <laughs> have you have you had one of these experiences where you was out and somebody recognized you from the from the saucy experience? Look, so 2021, no lie. Fuck. No, I'm finna tell you. No, no, this is this. I was, was I'm about to say Walmart recently down there. What but no, no, like, but listen, both of them. listen. Let me tell you this one because this one, and I can ask my. I, I promise you, I can call my cousin Sonata right now. We were at the White Sox game. It was my first White Sox game, and I've never been to a baseball game. So we walking out, had oh, yeah, the little white pinstripe, you know, shirt, and then I had. I was all. In the, the you was you was turned up. Man, I had my black and white was off. So we walking up out of there or whatever, and I'm with my guy and all that shit. And somebody was like, "Saucy!" I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "They ain't talking to me." They're like, "Man, who else is Janata? Like, who else they talking to?" <laughs> but Thanks, yeah, though. that was dope though. Yeah, that's that's just recognition. But shit, yeah, one I time we get a Walmart. Yeah, shit. Just like it, it happened with uh with grandma when she saw uh what's it called uh, what's his name? Uh oh, Judge Joe Brown. Yeah, Judge Joe Brown, <laughs> but no. Man, hell, we in Walmart, man. Shit, look. Mother look, bro, I got on pajama pants, so this was like during Christmas time. And this look, believe it or not, bro, and I and I hate to say it like this, like as if they don't be watching, but it was a little a little teenager from high school is a white dude. Tell me so, hey, you guys be on the podcast? Look, but podcasts are everywhere now. Right. So you can, like, they and have, that's like. that's something that you at least expect from yeah. a white person. Man, look, dude's like, hey, can I get a picture of you guys? Like, I saw y'all. And I'm like, huh, me? Look, shit, I got excited because I'm like, shit. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never had a fan I know like he that. I the wrong person. Like, <laughs> you're not talking about look, us. Bro. <laughs> I looked yeah. at her and me and her, look, we always, look, we, me and her, we can communicate with our eyes. Like, it's like, if, if we were mute today, couldn't say shit. Yeah, Nothing. We'll still be able to communicate, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, man, look, we communicate with our eyes. Hey, shit. Y'all like what y'all did for a minute. Man, look, <laughs> dude was happy as hell, bro. Because at least expected, you coming in Walmart, we both looking like bums. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I was. Bums. He was. What a... um. What would you say is some of the, the pitfalls you had to overcome, you know, being a woman in media and having your own media company? Mm, trusting people, letting people in, um, trying to help, I would say, being a little bit too open hearted. Sometimes with this and everything, you got you got to. Be a little cold-hearted. You got to be a little firm, I've learned. Because people try to walk all on you or people try to use you. But for the most part, that's cool, though. Because guess what? You had to start somewhere. You had, you, you had to learn from somewhere. You had to start and gain from something. So I'd rather it be from me than anybody else. All right, now, you five years in. They say it take 10 years before you see any money in this mm -hmm. shit. So what do you have planned for the next five years? My goals for the next five years is, okay, so right now I'm with While I Cam. Um, shout out to P. Um, shout out to my team over there. Shout out to my girl T. Um, it's to grow with them. Um, 
also I want to venture out on my own thing uh, with my non for profit that I'm working on as far as helping girls with media. Like my do- like I said, my daughter, she follows everything that I does, and she's interested in like photography as well. She's vlogging, and she wants to start her YouTube. She actually has her own little bracelet business. Me and her dad stay on Amazon buying her beads for bracelets and everything. So I do want to set something for that, for you know how I went to Illinois Media School. I can teach girls to what I do. Let me show you what I do. You know, it won't be as explicit of how I do it, but I'll show you the ropes and how to do it and how to start it. Because some people may try to take advantage of you. Oh, you got to pay me um, $600 a month or two, whatever, just for me to show you the ropes or just for me to just sit here like what I'm doing to do. Nah, it ain't all about that. It's about the knowledge, the ability, what I can do. So, yeah, I want to set a foundation and start that. Which is my own little school, so I really didn't want to say that, but yeah. All right, you just spoke on on while I can. How did you link with them? Um, how I linked with while I can is I started with I email uh, I email I interviewed uh, the former CEO, which was Cam J, and she was just telling me, um, you know, just come over. We're doing something. We're restructuring, and this is that. So. I went over and I fell in love with it. The owner P fell in love with it. Like it was like instant family. So um, right now we're working to do a lot of big things. All right, this is my favorite question. Both of y'all got to answer this question. If y'all can go back and give y'all younger selves any advice, what would it be? Ooh. For myself, it would be. Um, hmm. Stay true to your dreams, even if your dreams are not the reality that you're living right now. So, meaning, follow your dreams, even if it doesn't make sense. Stay on that path and follow your dreams. Because I feel like if I would have started this early, because I was so confused, like, what I want to do? Like, I said, I want to be a doctor. That shit was stressing me the fuck out. But this. It's like it comes natural to me. So whatever it feels natural to you, don't be scared of it. Follow through with it. Or get with people that can lead you to that right path. Or talk to mentors and stuff like that. Just follow your dreams. Follow your passion. I guess mine would be, not everybody deserves your trust. Yes. Keep people at uh, arm's length. Like at at all times, honestly. Not everybody deserves to to know your business. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. It takes a long time. You may have friends that you've grown up with, family you've grown up with, but you never know if they have, you know. Ill intentions. Yeah. So keep them at arm's length, man. And it, which is crazy, because I'm big on family, but you got to, man. Because right. your family be the people that cross you over the quickest. And then you'll be like, damn, you get blindsided, man. Coming. And you be like, damn, bro, I thought. You know, like, bro, what? Well, He's talking uh, about his mama's side of the family, not his daddy's side of the family. No, I ain't talking about <laughs> no side of the family. No. I'm, just, I'm just speaking in general. Like, you just got to, man, you never know. And that's just know. with everybody, yeah. You just never know, man. Because when it hit, though, if, if you're not prepared for it, you just got to prepare yourself for every situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think us as, you know, 
I don't like to use the word, you know how they say we're black. I don't like to use the word black. I, I like, you know, I'm deep into like some history shit. So I say aboriginals, but as a, uh, you know, aboriginal male, I feel like, hey, that's what it is, man. You have, you really have to, you know, just watch out who you let in to your cookie jar. Because the odds are already set against you. Facts. All right, this is my last question. Mm-hmm. How do you separate the business from the person? So, <laughs> with that, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people want to know my personal life. I don't give you my personal life. I let you think what you want to think. I let you wonder, and that's what you're gonna, you're gonna think whatever. I don't give a fuck. My business side, you're gonna see me doing my business. You're gonna see me work. You're gonna see me interacting. Okay, if I gotta flirt you, I'm not gonna fuck you. But you know, this is a part of my business. But my personal, that's sacred. Because of the moment that you mix your business with your personal, it's all confusion. You're not going to fuck up my shit. My, you know, because you're, you're in media. You're in front of this. You're around people. You're doing events. You're doing this. You're doing that. And it can all get confusion, especially if you don't have the right partner that's mentally and, you know, physically. And they, they ain't prepared for that. You have yeah. to have a real partner that can handle that and once you do they cool with that go ahead and do what you gotta do and they're gonna stay there and that business side ain't gonna know that and that's how i like to keep my stuff all right before we get out of here once again promote the sneaker ball and tell the people how they can get in tune with you stay in tune with you find everything you got going on okay so the sneaker ball is um april 29th it starts from 8 to 12 p.m it's at Vision Works Media, which is 5750 Broadway in Maryville, Illinois. I'm sorry. Boom, Indiana. boom, boom. I always say Illinois. I'm sorry. Indiana. Indiana. Um, you guys can hit me up on my uh, Instagram page, which is Shorty Nick, which is S-H-O-R-T-I-E-N-I-K. Um, Facebook is Shorty Nick Real. Mm, I got to start becoming good with Facebook again. Snapchat is Shorty Nick. And, yeah. Well, now I do... Well, I'm reset again. I guess uh, <laughs> y'all already know I'm Suave, man. Suave, that's it. Uh, look, I'm gonna put it across the screen, Mr. So Suave. Right. Look, <laughs> Suave, that's it, yeah. man. It's U A V and the number eight. But look, I, I done lost access to my. I think actually, I think they kicked me out. I don't know how. Man. Somebody else. Uh, no, took he over forgot my his passwords. Like he's the type. You ever heard that comedian? Where he was like, man, I got like all these passwords, and then it always say incorrect, people. incorrect. He was like, you know what? Fuck it, my password gonna be incorrect. <laughs> yeah, for real, I create like, new. But now I, I'm not even mad. Look, y'all know where to reach me, man. Like the people that been following her platform, I'm not even that much. Honestly, I don't even want to be reached because I, I, I get my girl. I don't want her. To, I don't want nobody to reach me. <laughs> Right. He's sprung. No, I'm just playing. I am sprung. I'm in love with my girl, man. Shout out to her because me and her went through a whole, whole, whole big situation uh last few weeks, man. And, and it's, she you know what I'm saying? Down, so yeah, she think. most definitely held me down. She is a solid chick. So I'm, you know, shout out to her. I'm just here to support my cousin. I'm here for her. And I'm here to support my girl. That's it. Other than that, shit, actually, don't nobody need to reach me. You man. feel me? If this was the other board, man, I would have dropped some. Oh, no, nah, I got air horns on this. Right, I would have dropped a bomb, man. No, I'm just, I, hey, bro, man. look, I'm just speaking facts, man, because you never know how much you love somebody until you close to, like, Losing. possibly thinking, like, you probably ain't going to never yeah. see him again, bro. Yeah, I feel you. 
And like, I done went through some shit, bro. When I thought that was possible, I probably wasn't gonna ever see her for a while. And I just went through that shit. And, and it made me respect her that much more because the way she was going hard for me, you know what I'm saying? So it take y'all men, I'm sorry, you probably want to end, but nah, I'm just, no, 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 no. So it take y'all men for y'all to want to lose us? Sometimes, yeah. To, to start loving us Look, and look now we about to be arguing all the way back. To look. give us the love that we should receive? No, y'all always that? deserve like love, said, but sometimes, sometimes look. Sometimes. 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 Sometimes, so but it also take you to lose something to know that you got a real. You got to go through something sometimes. You hey, know, did your no great great great? Hold on, let me ask you this: <laughs> did, did her great 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 sister eat tell a nigga to eat the apple? <laughs> or, or or did we? All right, but point proof, cuz. Well, so, he should have known not to eat the apple. God put him. But it was your great, 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 great. He was horny. How many years? Because he was horny. He's he's great, 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 great. Yeah. It's so my whole point is look, at the end of the day, when you got somebody you love, man, don't let a tragic event that almost take you away from them realize how much you care about them. That's it. That's all I gotta say. So y'all stop cheating until y'all get into a tragedy. Hey, black man don't cheat. Ooh. Black man don't cheat. That's we another episode. Black Panther, Black Man Meat. <laughs> y'all got we meet up. Else y'all want to say before we get out of here? No, just tune in to the Saucy Experience. Um, y'all want to get on? Hit me up. Sauciest girl on the radio. Yes. You hey, did. Hey, I want. Matter of fact, Charmaine. Let me tell Charmaine this. Go Charmaine, ahead. I got I got a pickle to. Uh, we got something to. Uh, uh, yeah, we got a pickle to pick is, with you. What's that? The, the end of the Don Julio. <laughs> No, nah, he know. still got some more. No, oh no, God. no, no. <laughs> I want to. Uh, I want to be a guest. I, I ain't taking no 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 honey pack though. I'm oh, oh, about the honey pack. You gonna be drunk? I ain't had the honey pack. Can I say, school. look, before we end this, okay. y'all stop taking the honey that's in the gas station. Cause I'm gonna tell y'all, bad look, experience. Man, I almost went to the hospital. <laughs> the shit gonna hire you up. So hard, look. Boy, that if you don't know, well, somebody ain't doing. Let me shut up. It's ways to take the honey pack. Man, listen. No. No. But even that, look. My girl, Poontang Cat, whatever you want to call it, is good. But afterwards, man, when I be having the honey pack, man, it be it be messed up. Don't take the honey pack. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm campaigning for not taking the honey pack. Everybody already said I already looked like the dude that ran for uh. For mayor, oh yeah, Chicago. he do, he do. You say, yeah, yeah, bro. Everybody be you saying that. How many people send me a picture? <laughs> Shout out to Brandon Johnson. Shout out to him, man. <laughs> hey, take that honey, hey Brandon, take that honey pack <laughs> off the damn uh, out market. The Shit. Take it out, yeah. Out of Illinois, period, man. Shout out to both of y'all for coming through, chopping it up thank on you, a Sunday. Thank you. thank you. You feel me? You gotta have you back on the radio. We can yes. set that up and make that happen. I don't think this this conversation. Well, yeah. should we chop it up on the radio too? You yeah. know, it's yeah. we have real conversations on that yeah. too. Absolutely. But I appreciate both of y'all for coming through. You know, chopping it up, being being honest and open with me. You know, especially on the honey pack, bro. Like, women you know? <laughs> take the honey pack too. Man, I heard it's 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 unisex. You know, they got the pussy cat for the women, but the women be taking the honey pack too. Man, so once again, salute to y'all. Yes. Everything y'all got going on. Thank you, thank you. I thank will you. be in attendance April 29th. I promise. <laughs> I promise. 
Yes. You feel me? At the sneaker ball in Mirrorview. Yes. I fuck with Mirrorview. You yes, know? yes, yes. But uh, this has been another episode of Conversations with Jay. Hey. <laughs>